the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, we're glad you're here. So glad you're joining us today. And we have a very special program. We're at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, right here on Highway 441. We have a great crew of of our guests joining us today. And our special theme of the show will be honor of our of our dear friend Larry Cole, who sadly passed away recently. As those of who follow me on Facebook know, we're pleased to have Larry's son Brian joining us today, his daughter-in-law Diana, and Diana's mother Dee. And you'll be hearing from them on our show today. And as we, we as we pay uh, show a little bit with about Larry with you, and we honor his memory on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. Of course, um, we have, uh, as you know, we cover a variety of topics, including football. We had a huge Apopka Blue Garter football victory Thursday evening, uh, 23 to 12 over Evans. And we're going to talk about that. And we have a very esteemed crew of fellow Apopka Blue Garter fans joining us today. And they are Brian King is joining us, former Apopka Blue Garter quarterback. Chris Bateman is joining us, former basketball standout. Tim Robinson is joining us. Former football player Terrell Hendricks is joining us, and they'll and David Odom is around here somewhere. It, David Odom, uh, who was the uh, our, our 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 most effective offensive weapon during his senior year in 1971, and he was the punter. <laughs> in fact, he, David, you'd be the, you'd be the most effective weapon this year if you were on this team. <laughs> And that'll be generally the topic of our show. And, of course, um, it's election season, and we look forward to speaking with Ken Lester, who is a candidate for Seminole County Judge, later in our show as well. Before we introduce our guests and get started, of course, I want to give you this word from our friends over at Miller's Sod Sales. Miller's Sod Sales strives to do their best for every customer every time. Miller's Sod Sales takes great pride in their clean, well-maintained equipment, their honest, dependable work, and their fresh, quality sod. Let Miller Sod Sales green up your life. Family owned and operated since 1995. You can find out more at John Miller Trucking and SodSales.com. That's John Miller Trucking and SodSales.com. And now, well, well, David Odom, can you join us for, for a minute here? I'd just like to have you start off. You, David is an official member of the uh, Larry Cole all-star Apopka welcoming committee. You know, Larry even had a, his own all-star crew, <laughs> which he designated for the people that really helped uh, help welcome him to, uh, to Apopka. And David was one of the official card-carrying 
members, and I was honored to be designated as, as the president. Uh, but, um, David, just, just share a little bit about Larry with us, please. Well, I met Larry up here at one of the events, and then we became friends on Facebook and kept in touch that way. And, uh, you know, he was quite a funny guy. You know, you never know you were going to get on Facebook from him. Sometimes it was serious, sometimes it was funny, and sometimes it could be a little bit salty. And uh, But no matter what it was, he was an all-around good guy. He had a very unique sense of humor, and he was just, as you said, a very naturally uh, funny man. And I would say um, he had the most entertaining Facebook page <laughs> that, yeah, that, that I know of. Absolutely. And in addition, the core values were just an incredible, loyal, loyal friend and a, and a very patriotic American. And Brian it's, and Diana, it's great to have you here today. And uh, Brian, would you like to share a few words about, about your dad? Sure. You, you talked about um, him being patriotic um, through his neighborhood. Um, he would drive through every single day. And if, uh, if uh, there was a torn flag or a tattered flag somewhere, he would, he would go buy a new flag and put it on the person's doorstep to uh to make sure that it is um as far as his facebook uh <laughs> he was quite the character you know so but uh he's probably kicked off more times of facebook than i've ever <clears throat> that i've ever been or anybody in my family's ever been so he actually made up a, a a different one with his stuffed animal chomp so that so when he got in trouble on his he could go in on it <laughs> as chomp so, <laughs> so 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 yeah he did um, he absolutely loved the football games. He posted them uh, for both schools, uh, for Apopka, you know, once he moved out to Apopka and, uh, and Lyman. But he kept the scores up every day. Um, he called, what time are we going to the game, Dad? Because my son now, he plays in the band for Apopka. So, so he wanted to make sure that we were there uh, every game so that we could see that as well. So he, he will be missed. Diana, would you like to say a word or two about Larry, who's your father-in-law? He was definitely a character. Um, my dad and I, for a while, we weren't close, so his dad kind of took that role and ran with it. So he'll be missed a lot. And you know, another thing about Larry was he was very generous in giving back. He loved kids, and there were some wonderful stories at his service about uh, his days as a, as a little league coach. Um, and could, could you uh, speak to speak to those, Brian? And this is a sure. Larry Cole's son, Brian, on our Larry Cole tribute show. Sure. Growing, growing up um, all the way from when I was about four all the way till I was about 18, um, he was our baseball coach and threw the pony baseball out in, uh, out in Sanford area. Uh, so we went out there. Um, many of the ball, ball players that we play with still still my friends today. Uh, so we 40 years, 45 years, and uh, they really considered him coach. They still called him coach. Um, so much that people from different parts of the country came to uh, his service um, for, to see coach, right? So, so that was uh, very awesome, you know. And, and it, it, he he just brought us all together um, and made us uh, really close, tight knit family. And there were some specific stories about that uh, that uh, little league team, those little league days. I'd like to share a little bit later in our program. Because uh, they really helped to give a flavor of, of, the, of the, the personality and, and the carry of, uh, uh, character of, of Larry Cole. And I suspect he was a very fun, fun little league coach to play for based very, on those stories. Very, very good, very good. In fact, I, it reminded, evoked memories of the original Bad News Bears when I was hearing some of these stories, actually. 
and I, but right now we're in another big part of Larry Cole's life was his passion for, of course, his alma mater, the Lyman Greyhounds, but also for our Apopka Blue Darters, his adopted team. And right now we're going to speak with a former Apopka Blue Darter quarterback and outstanding basketball player Chris Bateman, and of course a state championship winning golf co- coach uh, as well in his career. Um, now, Chris, what can you? Uh, you're always got uh, you know interesting things going on, winning championships, you know, producing great teams. What would you like to share with us today? Well, first of all, I'd like to thank you and Joe for carrying on Apopka Sports like you have. It's amazing uh, that uh, this town is still on the map sports-wise, not only because they, are, they compete for state championships, but because y'all made that possible through your radio show and your, just your amazing uh, support for, for Apopka Sports. And I want to thank you for that because that is great you know, for us old guys who can't get to every game. I just tune in on the radio and hear you guys, and I, I get fired up just listening to you. So thank you so much for that. Well, I appreciate those kind comments. And, of course, speaking of adopted Blue Darters, Joe, here's we got another loyal Blue Darter right here, Joe Ferraro, of course. Absolutely. Who's our color analyst on the games well, I can't, and the engineer, on-site engineer. Well, I can't, I can't wait for Joe's input on, on every game. It's, a, it's absolutely <laughs> Speaking I, I, of unique analysis. Yeah, yeah, I, thank you. Thank you very much. I, I, laugh, I laugh a ton, so it's, a, it's a, you know, just to hear him. It's, it's, it's right off the cuff, and it's really, really special. And, um, again, I want to thank both of you for that. As far as my life is concerned, I'm I'm uh, heading on the back nine of life right now. I'm a golfer, and so I'm on that, you know, maybe 16th hole, but I'm, I'm still excited <laughs> about coaching. Uh, I'm coaching over at Foundation Academy, the uh, assistant basketball coach over there. We're looking for a good season coming up, and then I'm also helping a little bit with the First Academy girls golf team which I coached uh, six years and then uh, the last two years I've been helping with them and we just won the district uh, last Tuesday and Monday we're going to go to the regionals and uh, we feel like we got a great shot at winning another state championship there so uh, that's always fun and again I, uh, as I listened to you about, about Larry and Cole and his family here and sitting in front of me uh, it's it's always great to uh, to see a see a family that uh, love e- loves each other and obviously loved uh, loved their dad and and their father-in-law and so on and so forth and uh, it's just uh, cool to see a, another blue daughter family uh, that's uh, passionate about 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 Apopka. and uh, so uh, you know my my thoughts and prayers are with you guys as you uh, mourn and continue that so uh, God bless you both all okay thank you for your kind comments Chris and before um, you know, you have to go. I would love to have you share because, if I'm not mistaken, you've had uh, you know state championships recently with your golf team at the First Academy. And I'd love to have you share about about that, please. Well, we've uh, we've been very fortunate over at First Academy that we've had some amazing girls that have come through that program. We have right now 20 girls that have uh, they're playing D1, uh, played or pl- are playing now D- Division One and Division One programs, along with Ivy League schools and. Uh, we got two at Harvard, one at Princeton, and we've got uh, two at Columbia. And then we uh, have girls from Stanford at Stanford, Texas, Vanderbilt, and uh, then some, some other lower-level Division I schools. But uh, re- really amazing what the program has done over there for them and, and what has, has put First Academy on the map, certainly in the golf world. And our boys', is, boys team is really competitive as well, and they, they have a chance of winning a state championship this year. And so uh, I've been very fortunate to be at be at spots and places where you know I've had some talent and, and uh, have, have had the opportunity to hopefully influence some lives uh, for the, for the Lord because uh, I'm a passionate believer and 
and I uh, certainly uh, have really enjoyed working in a in a program uh, Christian uh, environment where I have the opportunity to share my faith. Thank you for being here, and of course, uh, this is the Roger Franklin Williams Show, but on the Blue Daughter Sports Show, uh, the, the mission of that program is to highlight, um, up, present uplifting stories of achievement by a popular Blue Daughter ball players, coaches, and alumni, and uh, we certainly have an alumni here who's had tremendous, tremendous success. Well, friends, that's going to bring us up to our first break uh, on the Roger Franklin Williams Show coming to you from Porky's. When we come back, we'll continue to hear stories about our dear friend Larry Cole on today's Larry Cole Tribute Program. And in fact, wow, we have an, a, another superstar has joined us. David Rubin is joining us, founder of Hero Strong. And we'll be hearing from David as well. So please stay with us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, and welcome back to today's special edition of our program. We're coming to you from the front porch at Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, right here on Highway 441. We've got a great crew of Roger Franklin Williams Show listeners for today's special program as we honor the memory of our dear friend Larry Cole, who passed away unexpectedly recently. He was a huge loyal supporter of our program, of Apopka Blue Darter Sports and Lyman Greyhound Sports and high school sports in general, and a patriotic, dedicated American. And we're hearing stories about Larry as we also talk about high school football and Apopka football specifically in general as well. And there's a great story about um, Larry's days as, as little league baseball coach that i'd like to go back in a moment and here to talk to his son brian about and of course his family is here his son brian is joining us brian's wife diana and diana's mother d are joining us as well but right now we're pleased to be joined by another man making a huge impact in our community david rubin founder of heroes strong and David, you became uh, friends with, with Larry, and can you just share a little bit about uh, your friendship with Larry Cole and, and why he was such a, a unique individual? Uh, yeah, thank you all for doing this and being here, and my, my love goes to the family. Um, what a one-of-a-kind human being. Uh, gave his love to everybody. Uh, he was very passionate about a lot of things. Uh, uh, obviously, you know about Hero Strong. Anything that we were doing with Hero Strong, he was there, he was supporting, he was sharing, and uh, my heart is just going to continue to make him proud because that's what he did. He was a real community leader. And, uh, again, my love goes to you all because uh, we don't have a lot of people that are really passionate about things and really show it. Um, and he did that every single day. And I'm just uh, going to continue to carry his legacy forward and share more of stuff. Uh, we have community pages. I hear our hero sirens going off right now. Uh, he, he heroes loved, going to work right Heroes now. doing their thing. And uh, he loved our heroes so much. He loved our city of Strongwood. He loved Lyman Greyhounds. Uh, he loved hero Zachariah. There goes our heroes. We just got a wave. So that was for uh, you, uh, Larry. So there's just uh, my love goes out to you all. So uh, we're here for you, and we're going to continue to make you all proud because uh, that's what he would want us to do, I believe. And, and David Rubin, while you're here, can you share briefly about the organization that you founded, Hero Strong, and the great Veterans Day event you have coming up soon? Well, we have our Hero Strong Facebook page, and if you go to, we have a, a main page which is 
uh, all of our Hero Strong stuff. But then we have our community page. And if you go to our Hero Strong community page, you're going to see Larry right there on our cover page. And he, he, that was our first ever flag retirement ceremony. And he was right there in front. He brought his grandson. He was wearing his blue uh, polo. And I still remember it. He was just so proud of our country, so proud of our heroes. And uh, this uh, next month, November 13th, I have the poster right in front of us. And if anybody wants to get involved, we're rolling out a gold Hero Strong carpet. Not a red carpet. We're rolling out a gold carpet in honor of you heroes uh, because a thank you is not enough. And Larry was a huge part of us getting started. He would send all these graphics. David, let's do this. Let's show this. And, and we're just wanting to get the message out there. So, again, thank you, uh, Roger, for continuing doing what you're doing. I know uh, Larry's uh, watching this and continuing uh, to send our love, and we're not going to stop giving love to our world. Thank you, David Rubin, for being here, especially for all that you do to, to think of others and honor others You're in our welcome. community, um, especially our first responders and our United States military veterans. Now I'd like to go back to Brian Cole, Larry Cole's son. And, you know, Brian, if you could kind of like uh, you know, go back memory lane a little bit and you know, maybe drift back into the mid-1980s, as I understand it, yeah. around 1983, <laughs> yeah. 84. Uh, to the ball fields at the Seminole Pony League, and kind of just share a little bit about uh, those days. Yeah, so so uh, quick story. I just know probably the only baseball team that had a set of cheerleaders. Uh, <laughs> so, 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 so we. Uh, and then how old were you guys? How old were these guys? We were we were eight and nine, uh, playing <laughs> off and playing in the pinto, and uh, we. They, at West Seminole, are you talking about West Seminole? Uh, Seminole Pony is yep. where we were. Yep, yep. and uh, so. So the girls would hold out a banner, and we were called the Longwood Long Shots, right? Because we, were, <laughs> we weren't very good. And so and they would hold it out, and we'd run through the banner. Um, so and uh, you know, funny. my dad would just uh, he'd come up with all kinds of things like that that we do. And we every before every game, we would do the what we called the Blue Angels. So we'd start at home plate, and he would talk talk to us about how we're going to do, and then we would run out and spread out the you know the first and second base, and then the outfielders kind of go out. So. He wanted to tribute to the Blue Angels, so we did it every game. That's incredible. Yeah. That's really cool. Just you, to, you need to get your own team so you can do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. So my son went to band, so I'll have to find another team. <laughs> and, and, you know, and that just, I think, is a great story about the, just the unique personality that Larry had and what a, which, what a genuinely funny guy he was, but also about the caring, I mean, to uh, invest so much of his life in coaching Little League and, and, and you guys and take such an active interest and. Um, and, and, and also what a, a thing that was addressed at his service, which I'd like to have you share, is the lifelong friendships that came from that experience. So absolutely. Um, the people that I played baseball with when I was eight and nine are still my friends today. Um, he, he also, um, the Kiger family, which is um, where my dad stays with Jim, his, his, uh, his best friend's son that played baseball with us also. Uh, which where my dad used to live. Uh, so, and Charlotte Kiger, his best friend, still live still lives there. And you know, that's we're forty five years for all of my friends that I have. You know, mostly from back then. You know, we're all still keep in touch. We still do that. And Larry, it was important for Larry to to for that to happen. Um, you know, he would reach out and he would reach out to these guys as well uh, as they're growing up and being proud and you know and bringing them back in and just doing those things you know they they every single one of them to the to the last day called him coach um so that's just kind of how it was friend you're listening to a special edition of the roger franklin williams shows we honor our dear friend larry cole great american and we are pleased to be joined 
doing this at Porky's. Of course, Porky, uh, excuse me, Steve White, the owner of Porky's, was another official card-carrying member of the Larry Cole Apopka Welcoming Committee as well, and hopefully we can buttonhole Steve and get him out here. He's, he's behind the, he's cooking food right now, but we'll try to get Steve White of Porky's joining us as well. And, you know, and our, our, uh, the shows we have at Porky's on a regular basis, Larry became an integral part of those Amen. as well. And before we go to um, our next break, of course, another huge element of Larry Cole's life was, you know, and as you can hear, as you're hearing, he's a man of, of, of tremendous passions. He had tremendous passions for the things that he loved. And one of those at the top of the list was the Florida Gators. Absolutely. And, of course, the Gators have, a, you know, a little bit of a big game tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the annual Florida-Georgia, uh, you know, the Saturday Florida-Georgia game um, in Jacksonville. And can you, uh, Brian, can you discuss your dad's uh, you know, passion for the Florida Gators? <laughs> so it goes unmarked. You, you, go, you go into his room and uh, – you look at his lineup of clothes; it's all orange and blue. There's nothing else. There's no. There's no, there's no white. There, it's orange. I mean, I guess there's white for the Gators, but uh, um, you know, it's it, only Gators. Everything ever wore was ever Gators. Um, his car. When he bought his car, he asked the people to pinstripe it with blue and orange, and uh, so it's just that his love for the game and his passion. Uh, you know, and Tebow, Tebow, Tebow. You know, but uh, he he actually made me a Gator fan as well. So. Um, we will be watching for him. And that's exactly where, um, and I'm sure he'll be uh, watching diligently as well from up above. But uh, that's actually where I met Larry Cole was on a, a, a Gator fan page, Facebook fan page. And, uh, you know, he's, you, awesome. know, we, we, you know, how you can get to know, you see who people you have kind of things in common with. And I could tell he was patri- very patriotic. And then he said something about being from a popka. And I'm like, from a popka, <laughs> I'm like, there's a passionate Gator fan in a popka that I don't, that I don't know. So, so anyway, uh, yeah, we connected via Facebook, and it's, all this has evolved out of that. And I just really enjoyed, as we, as we said before, but um, just what, going on his Facebook page and seeing the various posts he made, uh, first of all, the passion that he had and also just his very unique uh, perspective and sense of humor uh, was, was really a really, really uplifting experience for all of us. Um, now let's um, talk a little bit of, of Popka Blue Daughter football before we go to our next break. And let's go to, um, well, first of all, let's welcome Tim Robinson. This is Tim Robinson. I think this is the first time you joined us for our Porky's Friday shows, Tim, and it's wonderful to have you here. Thanks, Roger. It's an honor to, to be here. Appreciate and your it. family is, a, you know, what, five or six generations a Popka family, if I'm not mistaken. Five generations, that's, that's right. Yep. Long time. And can you talk about, then you played basketball for the Blue Garters during a, during a great era, and then the post-Coach Joe Sterling era, and Coach Galen Ward, who I think is a very underrated coach uh, in, in a pop of Blue Garter uh, basketball history. Yeah, he, I played uh, varsity from uh, three years, 67 through 69, and, and uh, we had uh, Coach Herbert in the first two years I was on varsity, 67 through 68, and then uh Coach Ward came my senior year in, in uh, 1969. And, you know, we had a you know, so-so year that year, probably about 500. But uh, after that, uh, of course, the two schools, Apopka and Phyllis Wheatley, merged after that. And so uh, the, the team was a much more dynamic and, and expanded team. But they did really well for the next four or five years. Yeah, Coach, really uh, obviously after Coach Sterling there was a lull, which you know, anybody would expect. Yep, yep. And, um, but then Coach 
Ward came in, and that year that you won was, was a, a crucial transitional year mm-hmm. that he began to lay the foundation for the program that he built that um, included multiple conference championships, Orange Belt Conference championships, and multiple district championships. Yeah, yeah. Larry Tyson and Warren Lockerbie uh, played varsity in that 68-69 time frame, and then they, they went on to be kind of the anchors of the, of the next couple of years for Popka basketball. Friends, we're going to go to another break here in a moment. We're at Porky's on the Roger Frank and Williams Show, and we're today's program is paying tribute to our dear friend and loyal listener, Larry Cole. When we come back, we'll speak with Ken Lester, who's a candidate for Seminole County Judge. Before we go, to, and when we come back, we'll have a final segment talking to Popka Blue Darter football and Central Florida high school football. But before we go to that break, I want to, of course, remind you about my friends up at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know that if you, anybody that you know, is looking for a car repair shop that will care for your car, truck, SUV, van, any vehicle that you own with old school honesty, integrity, and dependability, I urge you to get up to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgos at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car. I've been taking it there for over 20 years. They're located in 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. We'll be right back from Porky's on the Roger Frank and Williams Show. Welcome to the Roger Frank and Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Friends, welcome back the Roger Franklin Williams Show, and welcome back to today's special edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show, coming to you from Porky's Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka. It's one of our regular Friday appearances at Porky's Original Barbecue, and we're, today's program is dedicated to our dear friend Larry Cole, who passed away recently, passionate Apopka Blue Darter supporter, Lyman Greyhound supporter, his alma mater, Florida Gator, and patriotic American. And, and just, just a moment, we're going to be joined by Ken Lester, candidate for Seminole County Judge as part of our Roger Franklin Williams Show 2022 election series. But right now, I want to, of course, let you know that our program is supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic, and Burn Fat Orlando, and let you know that all the programs you hear right here on the AM, the new AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, are supported by Dr. Patrick St. Germain. He supports our messages of patriotism and support for our free enterprise system. Also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that if you have garage door problems of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Florida Door Solutions. Please let them know Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Now let's go to Ken Lester, candidate for Seminole County Judge. And um, Mr. Lester, please, uh, it's great to have you join us again. And can you just, um, you know, been following, as you know, um, your campaign very closely. And can you just, first of all, share with us a little bit about, uh, now that we're just days away from the election, the key reasons that you feel that you are the best candidate to serve as Seminole County Judge? Absolutely, Roger. Before we get started, I just want to extend my condolences to the Cole family. Fine gentlemen, well-known throughout the communities of Seminole County and Orange County, particularly in Longwood and also in Apopka. Uh, second, I'm sorry I'm not a Porky's. Believe me, there's no place I'd rather be than munching on a pulled pork sandwich right now. 
And thirdly, oh, what was that other thing? Oh, the campaign. That's right. The campaign. <laughs> and, and what's going on with the campaign now in Seminole County is, is uh, we're getting toward the end of the first week of early voting, and there's been record uh, amount of early voting here in Seminole County. And it's a very different type of situation in that typically you find that the Democrats uh, outstrip the Republicans in early voting, and right now everybody's neck and neck. So it's going to be a very interesting election. Uh, I have people at the eight early voting sites that are there from 7 till 7, so we are working hard. I am at the supervisor of elections. It's a lonely spot. Me and my best friend, a large oak tree, are there every day starting at 7 o'clock and going till just a little bit after 5.30. That's when I pick up the early voting slips, uh, request, uh, ballot requests for the next day, and I go ahead and get those mail-outs and literature to them. But we're there at all these sites from 7 till 7, manning them, and we're looking forward to a record turnout here. We're speaking with Ken Lester, candidate for Seminole County Judge. And, you know, you, you've um, been off the bench for a couple of years, but before that you had a 16-year career as a practicing attorney in Central Florida. And then after that, uh, over 20, 20 years, I believe, 24 years, please correct me if I'm wrong, um, as a successful circuit court judge in Seminole in Brevard County. And can you uh, That's just... Talk about how that experience you know, prepares you to, to serve uh, if you were to be elected as Seminole County Judge. I, I think it's, a, it's, it's fairly interesting that I had a good time being a private practitioner, went all over the country, uh, appearing in a variety of courts, both state and federal throughout the country. And so I've had the opportunity to see a variety of courtroom situations and a variety of judges in different jurisdictions. And from all that experience, you can pick the good things and the bad things, and you can winnow out those things that are ineffective, that are inefficient and you can bring to the courtroom, uh, hopefully an effective, efficient judge that does not wait people's times but also protects their rights and understands what's important in the hierarchy of the order of the events in the courtroom so that we can get the important things uh, taken care of and allow allocate them uh, an adequate amount of time. There are some things that are perfunctory and that we can do very quickly, and if we can get those out of the way and get people out of the courtroom very quickly, it doesn't waste their time, their day. People have other things other than uh, to do other than being in a courtroom. And there's a lot of people involved in the court system, from witnesses, from defendants, from attorneys, from police officers, probation officers, uh, special needs people that are there for one reason or another to help people who have issues. So we have a lot going on. That's a lot of time that can be wasted if it's not taken care of in the proper order and proper way of, of allocating uh, those scarce resources. And I think as an experienced attorney and a very experienced judge that I can bring that to county court. And I also tell people that they say, well, you were going from circuit court where they deal with very serious issues down to county court where it's the people's court. I said, but why shouldn't the people's court have somebody who's very experienced for once? And they, and they, they do have experienced judges there now. And, but you can count on somebody that you know that has been experienced that has seen just about everything that can happen in the courtroom and in the field of law. Why should they have the benefit of all that experience in the people's court, even though it is the lower court? And I hopefully can bring that to the folks of Seminole County. I certainly enjoyed practicing here as an attorney. I certainly enjoyed practicing here as a judge. And I certainly hope I get the opportunity to continue to serve the people of Seminole County as a county court judge. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We're glad you're joining us today. We're coming to you from Porky's Original Barbecue in Apopka. And today's program is dedicated to our dear friend, loyal listener, Larry Cole, who passed away unexpectedly recently, a passionate Florida Gator, a passionate patriotic American. And right now we're speaking with Ken Lester, candidate for Seminole County Judge. You know, and um, 
you know, Mr. Lester, as we talked about, as we've talked about off the air, you've, you, you mentioned it on the air as well, but off the air, you've brought up your business experience. And I remember kind of thinking the first time that you shared that with me, I'm like, well, how much, how does business experience really relate to being a, an attorney or a, or a judge? And, um, you know, as, as you've shared with me, it's, uh, it, 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 you know, it, it's, it's very, it, it, it's very important, uh, particularly in the position of county judge. Can you address that? Well, county judge, uh, people realize that there's always going to be a, a criminal side of the court system, and you have to have an experienced practitioner there, but there's also a commercial or a civil side. And that's quite often the case where people, regular folks, will find themselves in county court because they have a contract dispute, a credit card dispute, a rent dispute, or they simply have a case that exists between two people because they're arguing over certain work that should have been done one way or it wasn't done the proper way. And that's where you find yourself in a courtroom where most people would never expect to find themselves at all. And you'd like to have somebody who has, one, common sense, two, experience, three, understanding that the sun does not rise and set in county court, that this is obviously an important situation for a person, but it's not the end of the world. And they want them to devote the adequate amount of time, effort, and legal knowledge to the situation so you can get a good result. I think I have that proper combination. Uh, the business expertise, uh, the business experience is important because, one, you want to have somebody there that does not just sign the back of the check. I've signed the front of the check. I've employed people. I've listened to what people go through, so I understand what happens when you run a business with respect to employees and employer relationships. So that's important. The second thing is that I understand that you do not expect perfection when it comes to most situations in life. Uh, in court, I say if we get a good result, that's pretty nice. I don't expect perfection. Oftentimes, perfection is the enemy of good. And so if we can get a good result in court, the same way if you can get a good result in a business relationship or in the resolution of dispute, I consider it to be a good day for the citizens of Summit County and for those particular participants in the court action in that particular matter. Friends, we're speaking with Ken Lester, candidate for Seminole County Judge. We've got about three minutes before our next break. And uh, David Rubin, founder of Hero Strong, is joining us. And, David, I'll defer to you if you have a comment or a question for Ken Lester, candidate for Seminole County Judge. What's up, Hero? Hey, Dave. How's it going? Hey, Dave. How are you doing today? We're just uh, honoring Larry and uh, giving love to all you heroes, as we always do. And uh, you all talk about his experience, but he's also one of our combat veterans, one of our heroes and we live in the greatest country in the world because of you all. And uh, first and foremost, just want to say thank you for your service. Thank you for your continued thank service. And thank you for stepping up when uh, we really need leadership in this world. And what is something that you would share uh, with our future uh, if they're thinking about joining the military? I know you're running uh, for judge right now. But what would you share with our community, our future our students, if they were thinking about joining the military? Well, I, I, there's two things. First, I want to talk about David Rubin and Hero Strong. This is a man who took a, an organization from ground zero and is probably the, the best-known, the most well-known organization in Summit County now for honoring people who are in service to others, police officers, veterans, uh, EMTs, responders, things like that. He hosts a variety of activities and events that honor folks and also help people. So, David, my hats off to you. Kudos. Thank you. You are the epitome of service. You have done everything and more for the people of Seminole County, and in particular Longwood. I want to concentrate on that particular area because that's where everybody in Longwood knows Dave Rubin. They're getting Thank to you. know him throughout the rest of Seminole County, but believe me, they all know him in Longwood. 
as far as a young person going into the military, I think it's a great way to go ahead and I'll use the phrase kill some time until you actually realize which direction you want to go. You can get an education. You can build credits toward your GI Bill. You can learn something that perhaps you just rather than go to college, you would rather exploit that and use that in your future career. And it can be from a jet mechanic all the way to doing something with respect to electronics training. The world is your oyster when you join the service. I joined the Navy. I got to see the world. I got to get a good uh, technical education or training. And I think it uh, allowed me to mature a bit. Sometimes if you go to college right after high school, you're not ready to go, and things may go a little bit south, and you may not try as hard. You may find yourself on the outskirts of admin people. You may be on academic probation. I think a lot of that dissipates whenever you have the chance to mature adequately as you would in the service for those three or four years that you're in. And then when you approach uh, your college education, it will be a little bit in a, in, a, in a little bit more serious vein, I'll say. So I think that's a benefit. And then it, it always basically uh, makes you feel good to know that you're helping out your country and you're helping out your fellow American citizens. And that's one of the side benefits for uh, joining the military. You never have to worry about a place where to lay your head or a meal. That's another good thing. Land of the free because of you heroes. Well, thank you for joining us. Ken Lester, candidate for Seminole County Judge. And before we sign off for this segment, thank you for your service. Thank you very much, Hero. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Rogers. Thank you, Dave. Take care. You're welcome. Stay strong for us. Ken Lester, candidate for Seminole County Judge and also Vietnam combat veteran. Friends, we're going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back on our tribute show to Larry Cole from Porky's. Please stay with us. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, back to the studio, here's Roger Franklin Williams. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, the program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, welcome back to today's special edition. We're coming to you from Porky's Original Barbecue in the heart of downtown Apopka, right here on Highway 441 in the heart of town. And today's program is dedicated to our loyal listener, dear friend, and great patriotic American, Larry Cole, who passed away unexpectedly recently at the end of September. We're pleased to be joined by Larry's family. His son, Brian, and his daughter-in-law, Diana, are joining us on the program. And we really appreciate their recollections and the great stories of Larry's life, sharing those with us and his, his big heart and his concern for other people, especially young people and his patriotism for our country. Also talking some high school football, and we're also pleased to be joined by David Rubin, founder of Heroes Strong, on our program today. And um, before we go back to David Rubin and Brian and Diana Cole, I do want to bring on Brian King. Brian King is the founder of Orlando Baseball Academy. He's a longtime former assistant baseball coach at Apopka High School. In fact, during an outstanding era of Apopka Blue Daughter Baseball during a time when Apopka Baseball was one of the best programs in the country. And he's also a former assistant football coach at Apopka as well, and of course a Apopka High School graduate. Brian, thank you for joining us today. Roger, again, I uh, always love being here, and I appreciate uh, you and Joe having me on the show. And uh, first of all, before anything else, um, I'd love to just have you share a little about the Orlando Baseball Academy. You know what? We, you know, you uh, put numerous, numerous uh, players in 
not only college, but you, now you've got a long list of your alumni uh, playing professional baseball as well. We do, and I've been very fortunate to have some great kids and some great families come along. Um, just last weekend, we went up, uh, our 17-under team went up and swept Trinity Baptist College in a doubleheader. Trinity Baptist is an NAI uh, college baseball program. Uh, tomorrow we'll go, or Sunday we'll go over and play over at Stetson. Uh, and I think Stetson and Daytona State will both have coaches there. And then on uh, Wednesday and Thursday, we're going to go up and play uh, Tallahassee Community College and Thomas University uh, at Tallahassee Community College. And we're going to get a chance to tour the uh, facilities at Florida State and Florida A&M. Uh, so, you know what, uh, our kids are getting a lot of opportunities that other kids don't uh, right in front of the college coaches and, and getting a chance to communicate and uh, question and answer period with them and it's a really exciting time for orlando baseball Academy. that's awesome you appreciate what you do there i've followed it for many many years and I, I would like to i would add in addition to the obvious fundamental things about playing the game between the lines in the game of baseball which is top notch you know your preparation for your students is also the the off the field preparation you give them in terms of the knowledge that they need to have if they want to play baseball at a higher level than high school baseball, the knowledge they need to have if they want to get noticed by a college program and, and if they want to play pro ball as well. There is. There's just so much off the field that, that uh, you can do to be ahead of other college freshmen uh, by understanding the whole part of the game and understanding things about uh, preparation. Uh, that's not only uh, physical preparation but mental preparation when to start preparing for things it's about your diet your sleep um there's a lot of things that play into preparation that nobody talks about that we try to really stress uh how important it is uh i said that the sleep uh and the eating are huge parts of that as well and also making the right contacts off the field and, and being, being assertive and aggressive and don't sitting around waiting for people to contact you. And Orlando Baseball Academy, Brian King can prepare young ball players for all those, those things. And now I'd like to go to David Rubin. And, David, you had a, a question or a comment for, for Brian and, and Diana Cole. Yep, and I just want to say uh, congratulations to Coach King over here and all that you do for our future. It's uh our future needs leadership, and they need to, those opportunities, but they also need support, and I know you give all of that. Uh, so continue doing what, are, what you're doing because obviously it makes a difference, and uh, our, our future matters. Hey, David, and, those are really nice words. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And, and uh, baseball is the greatest sport in the world. And I'll just make that clear out there. Uh, it's a game of failure, and, and that's what uh, we need to stay positive through, through life. There's things that are going to be challenging, and uh, things are going to come up in life. But if we stay positive, we stay together, uh, we continue to move on to the next play and focus on starting and finishing it. Uh, that's life lessons right there. And uh, uh, we're here thinking about uh, Larry today, and we're going to continue to keep his legacy uh, with us, and we're going to make him proud. And he loved baseball. He loved all sports. And, and, and David, I was just thinking it's especially appropriate for Brian <laughs> yes. to be here today uh, you know, to honor Larry because one of his top passions was of, baseball, of and he course. gave himself to, to youth sports. He came out when I was the president of, of a youth league. He, came, he was out there. He's like, I'm not missing this. Uh, he, his passion, and that's what Larry was all about, is being, being a part of the community, giving. And, and my question uh, to Larry's son, uh, Brian, is what would you like to see in the world to, to, to make your dad proud? Uh, he did so much, and what would you say to that? Um, 
I would I would go probably just be a part of the community. Um, care about care about everybody. Just be kind. Um, care about your country. Take care take care of uh, the people around you. Um, and just overall, just be with your community. And uh, he loved the country, and just he would want to. He would want us all to carry on and uh, be very, you know, community oriented. Take care of the people around you. Um, that's what he cared about the most. And he he did that better than anybody else. I mean, he was a supporter. Obviously, we're a nonprofit. He was there. Other nonprofits in, around the area. He shows up. He he shares Facebook. It's not hard. Local businesses they need support. Like the com- comment on it. Share it to your pages. And that's what he continued to do all the time and it matters so it's the and i have a quote coach winning is a byproduct of the little things done well and he take care of the little things and and that was major so um, my love and our love goes out to you all we're going to continue to make your family proud well thank you you're welcome yeah, the, the little things and, and the big things the it's big all things it all like, matters yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, well, with, with larry specifically you know yeah. the uh, following his passion just uh, just not being a fan of something but really throwing himself all into it and then Helping others, thinking of others, being there all the to time, help others. All the time. I mean, nonstop. And he also had, like you said earlier, his his humor. Uh, he kept he kept things fun. He kept things light, even when things were serious. Uh, he, you still know where he stood because he was he was giving his heart. And of course, his, his patriotism, his patriotism, love and love Absolutely. for our heroes, uh, everything. So hopefully, you all can join us at our thank you hero ceremony Ooh, and, and give, give give more love to our heroes because I know he'd be right there in the front. And, and making sure that he was shaking everybody's hand and letting them know that we appreciate their service. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show, our tribute to our dear friend Larry Cole, a great American and a great friend to all of us, loyal friend who gave, his, gave back and helped, was dedicated to helping others in a variety of different ways as he followed his passions. Well, well Joe, um, you, you knew Larry you, from our gatherings here. You have a, a comment about Larry Cole. You know, everybody else said everything that needs to be said about Larry. I enjoyed him when he came out. He hung out with us. He was part of the show. He was a fan. He was a total fan, not only of the Blue Daughters, but of AM 950, The Answer. And, and, yeah, and he always he loved it. He was, loved you all. And we thank you, Joe, for your service, too, because you're one of our heroes. Yeah, my birthday is coming up on November 10th. It's 247 years of the United States Marine Corps. Ooh, yeah, our heroes. We're all clapping. Yeah, happy birthday, heroes. Thank you for your service, Joe Ferraro, as the United States Marine. Well, in our, our closing moments, and I'd just like to go to, to Brian King. Of course, I mentioned that you were former assistant football coach at Apopka High School. If I'm not mistaken, you were on the staff of Coach Rick Darnton's first year. I was. You also served with our current head coach, Coach Jeff Rolson. Um, as an assistant, correct? I did, and, absolutely. And just can you, you know, had a, a, a huge win Thursday evening over Evans, a, a very a, a pesky Evans team, uh, 23-12. to 12. And just can you just give a brief assessment and, um, of, of that game and, and where, where the Blue Darters are right now and, and what we need to do to, you know, get into the playoffs hopefully and, and, and if we get into the playoffs, you know, have a successful run. Well, you know, I I, I think, uh, again, last night's victory was a a big victory for the program. Um, And uh, to be 6-2 with a freshman quarterback, it's just hard to win at that level with freshmen on the field, much less a freshman quarterback. Uh, So I think you've got to really, really appreciate what they've done so far. Uh, I I know um, 
some of the people in the community have been frustrated the offense hadn't uh, played maybe quite as well as it has in the past. But, you know, they, uh, they're they they're trying to get into something different, and that takes a little bit of time for change. Uh, and uh, you know what? Right now it's just keep winning, keep finding ways to win like they have the last four weeks. I think it's been very important uh, that they've, they've just found different ways to win. And, and a week ago, to have that 90-yard drive to end the game, I thought was very, very important for them. And, um, uh, you know, the fact that, that uh, Sanford doesn't play until tonight, you know, maybe, maybe gives us a little bit of a break because obviously Sanford's better than we are. Uh, but maybe, uh, maybe having an extra day of rest when you're only playing uh, on three or four days rest will, will be beneficial for us. And I know the defense will be ready, and uh, they'll get Sanford slowed down. And uh, again, I think uh, we'll be way ahead on special teams. And now we only got to win, hopefully, one of the other two sides of the ball, and hopefully, be good enough on defense and the offense do just enough like they have here. The the last four weeks to, to keep us rolling and right into the playoffs. Yeah, uh, Popka played Sanford Tuesday night for uh, most likely the district championship, depending on the outcome of the Sanford and Seminole and Lake Mary game. And, yeah, I would just, as we wrap up, uh, yet, um, defense and special teams are extraordinary. And, um, you know, obviously the offense is, <laughs> you, know, you know, still has a lot of work to do. Um, and um, as you said, just, but I, I will say about the team uh, before we wrap things up is it's shown a, a tremendous ability to, to win, to win close games and to win games against adverse circumstances. So that's a, that, that's a, that's a huge uh, quality to have yeah, for a football team. That speaks volumes right there. And, and Brian, you, you, you put it in good perspectives. They're trying something new. And, of course, when you're trying something new, you're going to kind of like stumble and fumble your way through, and no pun intended with the fumble. But, But, well, friends, it's been great to have you joining us today. I want to thank uh, all of our guests, especially the family of Larry Cole, Brian, Diana Cole, and Diana's mom, Dee, as we pay tribute to our dear friend, Larry Cole, a a great American and a loyal listener of our stations. Friends, hope you have a wonderful day. Um, have, Have a great day. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.